That's right, folks. Welcome to Chapter 4 of the Deep Fried Bets Podcast. We got the same old regulars here with you, plus a new addition to the crew. Uh, Patrick Nolan's back again. I don't know why after his picks last week, but uh, we're good people. We're you generous need, people. You need, to, you need that guy on your team. Yeah, we do. We need that guy to not listen to. Uh, yep. Boomer's back. His picks were somehow even worse than P's, but at least he's still batting, treading water above 500. Suck it, Boomer. So we had to bring some fresh blood into the conversation this week. So we got Collier Gullahorn joining yeah. the crew. Collier, welcome to the first deep for you, to your first deep fried bets podcast. Yeah, I'm ready to party. All right. Well, that's what we'd like to hear. He's ready to party. Hopefully, he's ready to give you some winners. So I mentioned last week. Let me just you know take this to uh, to tell you about the money making opportunity that I personally gave you last week. I went 13 and five on the weekend. That's that's eight games above 500. That's pretty damn sexy right there. Hey, check those numbers again. Yep. There ain't no way in hell. Yep, gladly did it. Uh, checked them again. The Giants should have won for me, too. They were up 10 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, sexy picks right there. Boomer, 7-11 and 11 on the weekend. What you got to say about that? Uh, it, was, it was terrible. I'm actually very much doubting myself this weekend, so please take everything I say with a grain of salt. But that's how gambling works. You're going to have your highs, you're going to have your lows, and I'm expecting this weekend to be very high. All right, P, 8 and 10. Finally dropped down from that 500 number. I was so close to getting to 500. Yeah. So close. Had, you, had the Colts not sucked ass oh, on the Colts. night, you'd have been all right. The Colts, Andrew Luck, what's wrong with you? Uh, Collier, how would you have done last week if you would have been on here? I probably would have gone undefeated, honestly. Okay. All right. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. So that's what you got to look forward to. This man would have went undefeated last week. So, uh, speaking of last week, we'll, we got the totals and the yearly totals. And we'll start keeping a running tab of that. 26, 15, and 3. 16 and 3, I'm sorry for your boy over here. That's a 62% winning percentage. That's making you a shit ton of money, folks. If you anybody above 60% in Vegas, you take them with you to Vegas every time. Boomer. Still slightly above 500. He's making you a little bit of money. Not much, but 22, 20, and 2. Deuce is wild for Boomer. And P, coming in, dropping below 500. Uh, like, we gotta, we can't have that. We got to have our people woo. making money on here. Well, I'm just here for entertainment. Well, purposes. 20, 22, and 3. So, we'll get Collier's picks in here, too. So, speaking of picks, let's go ahead and start off with the week. Four. Week four of college football season already. Damn, we should slow down a little bit. All right. So week four, uh, decent slate of games. Not the best, but definitely not the worst. Um, we have a good good game tomorrow night, Thursday. I say good, not great. Um, it'll be something to put on your second TV while the NFL game is on the main one. The Cincinnati Bearcats, plus nine and a half at Memphis. We'll let Collier go on here and start us off on this one. What you got, Collier? I got Cincinnati. Tommy's on the keep it close. Tommy Tudor's Tuberville. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Just He's going to keep it close, keep it within the number? <laughs> I honestly don't know anything about either of those teams. <laughs> 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 Let's not bullshit bullshit here now. All right. Fair enough. Boomer, what you got? Man, honestly, I, I'm not even going to try to – Think like I know anything about this game. I, I think Memphis probably has a couple of athletes that they recruited in football. I know that they get so most of my young friends side, but I think that I think Memphis can uh, can pull it away a little bit. But who knows? Booger, Nobody... You pulling up some pornography <laughs> over there on your end? What was that noise? What was that, Boom? Boom? 
What? Did we just catch you trying to pull up some porn while you play your podcast? Yeah, dude, that shit just pops up every now and then, dude. All the, uh, got on this bad boy. Well, I kind of got thrown off right there. <laughs> yeah. He went with Memphis. He went with Memphis, okay. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, my boy Tommy Tuberville. The most successful coach in Auburn history. Yep. Uh, and uh, the Riverboat Gambler, you know, Cincinnati. He's going to pull out some stops tomorrow night. Okay. Uh, I, too, like Cincinnati. I like points. Um, Gunner Kill, Cincinnati's quarterback, should play. Uh, there was some doubt when this game was released that he wouldn't play. That's why the number is a little inflated. But he should play, and uh, I think he'll be there to help Cincinnati keep it within the number. So I'll take the Bearcats on the road Thursday night. All right, so that kind of wraps up that Thursday night game. Again, the NFL game is the Giants versus the Redskins. We'll get to that shortly. Let's get the second game, the Friday night game. There's actually two Friday night games, I think. Um, but this was, you know, the more marquee in my opinion. We got Boise State minus two and a half at Virginia. Uh, Boomer, what's your take on this? Oh man, I'm riding with the damn Cavaliers all day, every day. Love them for some reason. Have no clue why, but I feel like they can definitely keep it close with Boise State and possibly pull out a win. Okay, I feel like Virginia has had some tough games and. At home, Friday night, plus the two and a half points. Yeah. I'm going Virginia. Okay. Collier? I'm going to go with Boise State. Both these game are, both these teams are battle-tested. So, you know, they, I think they both played uh, pretty tight games, except for that BYU comeback in Boise State. Virginia got blown out at UCLA. Still covered, but, uh, though. Yeah, I'm going to go with Boise State. I'm How did you go against a guy named Taquan Mizell? Because oh, his name is Taquan. He's running the ball, dude. He's not a playmaking white He's got the ball in his hands, which is happen. good. He's going to make it happen in the backfield for the Cavaliers rolling through up the middle. Okay, Taquan. All right, I'm also taking Virginia. Uh, you know, i got to pay my respects. They won me some money the first two weeks of the season. Uh, or No, I guess week. Yeah. Uh, BYU, no, UCLA and Notre Dame. Is so that right? Riding solo? Yeah, so I'm taking Virginia. Yeah, you listened to my picks. That's why you won money those two weeks. All right, whatever, dude. Uh, either way, I'm going I'm to pay my pay my respects to the Cavaliers, take Virginia, plus two and a half at home. All right, so let's get to Saturday. College football Saturday, week four. The Tennessee Volunteers travel to Florida to Try and finally break that streak. I think it's a, what, eight now? Florida? It's ten. Ten, damn, ten okay. Games. Double digits for the Florida Gators. Collier, does Tennessee right the wrong and get the victory Woo! in Gainesville? Big Orange does not do it again. So are you? Are, are they going mean, to keep it within on. the number, though, at one and a half? It's, it's, we're going to do it against Oklahoma this year. We're going to do it against somebody else last year. They just can't do it, and Florida's going to win it. Okay. And uh, Collier, you listen. understand that. Uh, you, look, man, defense is going to win this game, and Tennessee, I just don't think they can get it done at Swamp. Florida's number one quarterback or uh, cornerback just got suspended for the game. Actually, oh, number two, Vernon Hargraves is very much their number one cornerback and the number one cornerback in the country. Uh, Hargraves is going to get hurt for the uh, – 
for the game. <laughs> There's three. There's three. The running total is now at three, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have to get some kind of alert whenever Boomer guarantees you an injury because there's number three on the season. There is no chance in hell that Florida is going to win this game. Tennessee came into the season as what? The second favorite to possibly win the SEC East? Yeah, what does that Iowa, mean? Arkansas, hey. the team who just got beat by Toledo and Texas Tech. Not the East. Oh, the East. Out. I thought you said the. Uh, I said the East. I thought dude. you said the S. SEC championship. SEC in general. Uh, hey, yeah. Rain Man. Rain Man. Let me talk. Dobbs <laughs> is at quarterback. He's a damn capable ass quarterback. They've got. All-star son that likes doing the uh, throw slash gestures, and he's going to be sidelined. So I, I think I think Tennessee sidelined. Yeah, he's sidelined. He's on the third string right now. That doesn't mean anything. He scored a touchdown last week. He's not. He's third string. He lasted there for about as long as Duke Williams lasted third string at Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> but Boomer, 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 Boomer never. I agree with you, Boomer. Tennessee's got too much talent. Florida is, doesn't have all of it yet. They'll, they'll be better, but Tennessee with the points. I actually agree with both of y'all on this. I'm going with volunteers. I, I think 10's too damn long in a robbery like this, even though Alabama will probably get it to 20 before they lose to Tennessee. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm, I think y'all are both right. Tennessee's got some playmakers, a little, more, a little bit more than Florida does. This number was at Knoxville, or if this game was at Knoxville, it would probably be a six-point game, volunteers, so – I don't think the Florida home field advantage is what it used to be, so mm-hmm. I'm going to take the volunteers on the road. All right, so that gives us three picks for, or so far in the college football week four season of the season. Now let's go TCU minus seven at my new hero, Cliff Kingsbury's Texas Tech Red Raiders. I'll tell you what, um, I like Kingsbury. I like what he did a lot last week, but I don't think I like him enough. To stay within seven against a team that is willing, ready to get on the road and kind of right their one primetime performance that uh, was against Minnesota. They didn't look the sharpest. People kind of hated on them a little bit since then. So I think they're going to go out and really show people what they can do. I'm going to take TCU minus seven at Texas Tech. Uh, P, what you got? I'm going against you. So usually means you're right. But I'm going Texas Tech. <laughs> Straight confidence. Yeah, straight confidence. Uh, But I I think they're riding high right now. Big win last week. And if it was at TCU, it would be a totally different story in my mind. But at Texas Tech, weird things happen there. Very weird things. So I'm going Texas Tech. Collier? I'm going TCU. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was closer. Just because, I mean, TCU lost another starter on the defensive line this week to robbery. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and they've had five guys off that defense with season-ending injuries. Damn. Okay. So, look for like a 70-60 so, game. What's the under-over on that? 81. Oof. Yeah. I saw it at 80. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, baby, round us out. What matters, dude? Round us out. 
Pete, you got to holster them guns, dude. Ain't no chance Texas Tech is keeping this game <laughs> close. Trevon Boykin is going to light it up. I agree with asking what the over-under is because it's going to definitely be over. Even with TCU's middle linebacker out for the game, I think that they just got way too much firepower. It's not going to be that Kansas game like they happened last year. I think it's going to be a blowout. Okay. So, uh, three TCU, one Texas Tech. So far, I'm 4-0. Uh-oh. So, we are having, sounds like some technical difficulties. Let's see if we can get that right. It sounds good now. All right, sorry about that, folks. We're back with you. Texas A&M minus seven versus Arkansas. This game is going to be played in Jerry World. Arkansas has looked like absolute dog shit the last two weeks, and it couldn't have happened to a greater bunch of assholes. So, Texas A&M minus seven versus Arkansas. Collier, who are you going with? I got A&M. I mean, I just don't think get it done. Arkansas last week with a poor Texas Tech team, in my opinion. Did I mean, get beat by 11 at home, that's pitiful. Yeah. So, they're playing a better spread team. In Texas. So, I'm looking for A&M to beat them by more than seven. I have to agree just because I think Arkansas has almost given up. If Texas A&M jumps out at them, like I think they will, I think that Arkansas will just quit. So, I'm going A&M, A&M. minus seven. Boomer? I think they're playing at Arkansas. They're going to definitely be up for the game, especially after uh, the – It's at Jerry World. Oh, it is at Jerry World? Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a damn? Same thing. Cliff Kingsbury got a little too high for his britches, and I think uh, Bielema is ready to hurt somebody this weekend. They have a good enough running game with Alex Collins that they can slow the game down significantly. you got to think that their defense will step up a little bit just to slow Texas A&M's offense down. But I think the game stays low. I think the points stay maybe right around 21-14. I think think Arkansas can get a late field goal to at least close the the gap and cover it at the end. Okay. Yeah, I've been kind of back and forth on this even – it was a tough one. Yeah, kind of going back and forth in my mind right now. I like A&M a lot. I actually picked them to – they were my surprise team in the West. I don't know, seven – Against Arkansas, it's tough. Like they they looked awful, but I think they got you know a little wake up call last week. If they didn't get it the week before, I don't know. So I'm with you. I think it'll be. I think Texas A&M wins, and I think they are in control most of this game. But I think that Arkansas, I think they'll cover it late. So I'm going to take the points here. Give me Arkansas. Also, wait for it because. The line is only going up if you want to bet on Arkansas. Right now, it's at seven and a half, and it's got roughly seventy-two percent of the public all over it, which is definitely got me running in the opposite direction. Yeah, I, I like that too. And you know, the sharps, we'll see where they get on on this Saturday morning. But I'd say, yeah, if you're if you're wanting Arkansas, go ahead and get them now. All right, so that wraps up that one. Let's go to the. The game of the week, in my opinion. Oh my in wow. my opinion, meaning I want to see Auburn lose two in a row. Uh, Mississippi State plus two at Auburn. So uh, let's talk about this game for a second. Jeremy Johnson, who uh, was the Heisman winner, I think they actually yeah. gave him the trophy before the season even started. Um, they're going to have to take that back Picture now because he has been benched for Sean White. A guy no Auburn fan had heard of until two weeks ago. Now they're anointing him the next Cam Newton. So, plus two, Mississippi State at Auburn. Pete, who are you going with? Nobody's anointing him. 
anointing him anything yet. I, was saying, I did know who he was that elite before. Competition I did. I keep that. up with recruiting a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. I uh, say Boomer had never heard of him. How about that? Okay, we can go with that. But I honestly think Mississippi State will win this game. Uh, we just uh, we just don't have it yet. Our defense <laughs> isn't there. Um, but but Mississippi State always plays. We always play Mississippi State close. It doesn't matter if we're really good. They're very good. So it's going to be close, and I like the points. It's not going to be. I mean, we beat them by one a couple years ago, two a couple years ago. So it's going to be close. It's not going to be three-two again. Oh uh, well, if it is, take Mississippi State. You get yeah. the two points, yeah. and you win. Yeah, so winner. I'm going to go. I'm going to go State, and if uh, if I'm wrong, then I'll be happy about it. All right, Boomer, who you going with in this one? Are you still riding with the Barners? P, you are goddamn disappointed. <laughs> Hit me. No, dude. Dude, I got that against him. After after they made the change to Sean White, aka the Great White Hope, they are going to come out of the gate crushing Mississippi State. Mississippi State has Dak Prescott, nobody else. Our front seven is decently okay whenever the guy's name's not Leonard Fournette. And I think that Duke will be up for this game. I think that Peyton Barber is ready to go out the gate. You thought Gus knows this is a last week. game. And I think it's at home. It's six fifteen kickoff. I think that Auburn has this game in the bag. Well, if they they have to show me something before I'm going to get give it to them. Yeah, you were anointing uh, Duke Williams up for it last week. Going back home to Louisiana, what happened? Well, you know what, Duke Williams. The only good thing he did was break Jeremy Johnson's nose, so he couldn't start this week. And we'll see what happens with Sean White. Wait, what? That's the word on the street. Okay. All right, so you're you're dropping bombs here that Jeremy Johnson has broken Duke Williams, or Duke Williams broke Jeremy Johnson's nose. Yeah, I've actually heard. No, that Adam Schefter, but that's the word on the street. Okay, all right, so that's that's new to me. I think. Uh, I think. So does that mean Duke's done? Nah, man, he's starting this week. No, nah, this is Auburn. They don't kick people off for things like that. All right, Carter, who are you going with? It's a friendly team fight. I gotta no go with deal. the fight and Dak Prescotts. Um, I feel like he's going to be the difference. He may have 150 yards on the ground. I mean, Full disclosure, that insight you just heard right there came from a hardcore Alabama fan at birth. Great insight. I'm just saying. Great insight. Auburn's not there yet. They don't have, I don't know, it's like they've got the talent to win these games, but they're just not playing up to par. They don't have the coaching. Uh, I agree. They'll put it together this weekend. Okay. All right. This is the weekend well, I think we, that comes together. We could probably skip Blake because yeah. we know where this, where this is Taking going. Taking State, this is close to my lock of the week, but uh, I love State in this one, getting points against a first-time starter. Yeah, give me State. All right. Um, UCLA minus four at Arizona. Game day's there. I don't know the game day's ever been to Arizona. I don't think they have. <laughs> uh, is it really this week? Must huh? Be- it's really in Arizona yeah. this week. UCLA. This uh, I saw a stat earlier that Corso's never even donned the uh, Arizona helmet or a mascot head. There are some good-looking ladies. All right, so UCLA minus four at Arizona. Card, we'll start with you. I gotta go with Arizona. I think and uh, Scooby Wright returns for the. It's a big return for them. Their All defense. Huge right, two-star Scooby. They're uh, scoring by the droves. What's his name? Solomon. He's, uh, getting, he's getting pretty comfortable in the offense. Last year they had a pretty good season. He got a little shaky at the end. So I'm thinking, you know, it's at Arizona. Freshman coming in there from UCLA. I don't think he can get it done. It's his first true road test. It's going to be hot as hell. It's in Arizona in the desert. 
A lot of hot ladies in the stands. He's going to get a little scared, and he's going to throw some picks. I'm on. Who, who I'm has on. Arizona played this year? It doesn't matter who they play. <laughs> Dude, you can't just go after UCLA for not playing a big game yet. I mean, Virginia was a solid, pretty no, solid game for BYU was a hell of like a challenge for them. They haven't had a road game. They played yeah, at Yeah, they had UNLV. a road game at UNLV. Oh, man. That's a daggum. You know what? They whipped their ass 37-3. to Well, that's because their quarterback's not old enough to gamble yet. So, Boomer, you're going with UCLA? Uh, yeah, of course I'm going with UCLA. They're my pick to win the Pac-10 and go to the playoff. I mean, they can still UCLA, win. They can they, still lose a game, and this is a tricky one for them. Yeah. I agree. Hell, yeah, I agree this is a tricky one for their them. Their best player's out for the year. Solid test. But, I mean – Josh Rosen, the son of a bitch, can play football. I mean, he's ready to go. Their best and, player's out for the year. Oh, yeah, who's their best player? Miles Jack. No, Paul Perkins is their best player, dude. Well, that just shows your Boomer loves some UCLA. My goodness. I like it, Boom. Uh, I might have to disagree with you because it's at Arizona. First, did you say first time the game day's ever been there? Yeah. Yeah, dude, Arizona's winning this game. Yeah, they're winning it outright. Call your book. You take the money line on Arizona. Screw the damn points. You want the money line. You want the better odds. No shot in hell UCLA wins this game. How about that? Really? No shot in hell. This is college football, dude. Arizona is a good football team. Did you see them against BYU last week? Yeah. UCLA is a decent football team. They're going to be good by the end of the year once the quarterback gets his bearings about them a little bit. But, damn it, Arizona's going to win this football game. I mean – I'm, I'm very confident in it. If UCLA's quarterback comes out and starts hitting passes early, it's going to be a great game. No, nope. but if he gets shaken early, totally different. Totally different. Now nah, the game day that. effect. That's something you know. It it, it changes things. There's yeah. no doubt. I don't care if it starts too early for them or not. They'll be up. They'll be ready. Give me Arizona plus the four for this purpose. But uh, in real life, I'm taking them on the money line. All right, so let's close out the uh, designated college football picks with USC coming off a loss at home to Stanford, minus five and a half at Arizona State. This game uh, is going to be a late game, so once again, you get to stay up past midnight watching football. It's a great thing. Uh, Collier, who are you liking this? It's tough. i got to go USC. I don't know what the hell happened last week, but... Uh... I sure wish I was there after the game with Sarkeesian because I bet he had a hell of a time. Oh, I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he got just him. And uh, that's kind of life I he want to He doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, he gave it up, man. He did some gassers and gave up drinking. Woo, so. How do you get beat by Stanford at home after they lose to Northwest? The thing is, I watched that game last night, and I don't know how the hell they lost that game. Their quarterback played out of his mind. Cody Kessler did. I don't... I don't know, man. That one was weird. Um, I, I I originally picked Arizona State points at home, but after USC, I think they're going to come out. Yeah, I picked them to win the Pac-12 and make a. Uh, I think they're a borderline playoff team for me. I'm going to go with uh, USC. I'm going to change my mind a little bit. I'm going to take USC here at home uh, plus my plus five and a half to get the job done. Seven point win on the road. P. It's going to be a big week for the state of Arizona. Arizona State's going to pull out one. If not, they're going to cover. Uh, it's Arizona State, man. At home, I'm with them. Boom. This game is so hard because I agree. Kessler played so damn good against 
Stanford, and they still lost by 10. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's in Arizona State. Those bastards are the damn LSU fans of the West out there. And what? I guess give me the points. I think it's a field goal game. Out of the way, give me Arizona State plus five and a half. All right, so that closes out our uh, designated college picks. Let's get over to the uh, the pro game. As I mentioned earlier, uh, we got Thursday night Redskins at Giants. It's kind of a down week for the pros this week. Honestly, the best game is probably on Monday night. The Chiefs that go into Lambo take on the pack. But we'll start off Thursday. I think some good games. I like. I like. Some I mean, there'll be some. Good I think there's always good games. Uh, I mean, that's true. It's the NFL. But let's take uh, let's take Thursday night's game. We'll start with that Redskins plus four at the New York Football Giants. New York has blown two fourth quarter lead, two ten point fourth quarter leads. First team ever to do that through their first two games. I don't think that trend continues at all. Personally, I like the Giants big at home. Uh, Redskins have played well their first couple games. They've kept it close. They uh, actually got a win last week against the Rams. But I don't think that trend continues on a Thursday night. I think Eli and Beckham uh, Jr. will be a good combination Thursday night. So I'm going to take the Giants minus four at home. Now, this game does suck. This is a terrible Thursday night game. Awful. Yeah. I do think that it'll be one of those Thursday night games where it's going to be a blowout, and the uh, Giants, Packers. Yeah, are, uh, there was more than one last year. Buccaneers, Falcons. It was a bunch of them, but uh, I'd say Giants are going to do that this week because I got yeah, I got mostly because of Eli. Eli's riding high on his Ole Miss win, and <laughs> I mean, also it's at home on a Thursday, so you got to go with the home team on Thursdays always. Boomer. Yeah, that's that's pretty good insight for the first time caller. I like the home team on Thursdays also, but the, I mean the wise guys are going to be on the Redskins. The line sure. started six and it came down to three. Now I think that that was some big money bets that came in, and the Redskins pulled it out of their ass last week. But I'm going with the Giants also, so I think that they are a hell of a lot better football team than. What they've shown, the pat, what their record says, at least, I think that they have all the all the tools there, and they're not they're not missing any key players. Yeah, I agree. I, I, the wise guys will definitely be on the Redskins because wise guys love points. But I mean, they're wrong sometimes. Nobody goes 100. Uh, percent So that's why I'm like the Giants. So let's let's get to Sunday. Skip ahead to Sunday afternoon. The Falcons. 2-0, surprise 2-0 team out of Atlanta. Minus 2 at the Dallas Cowboys, minus Tony Romo, minus Des Bryant. That's why they're getting 2 at home to the Falcons. Collier, who do you like in this? I think the Falcons go 3-0 and uh, cover the two points. It's uh, you know it's tough for the Cowboys. Losing everybody they have, I bet they really wish they would have kept DeMarco around. The three guys they've got in the backfield have not really done much this year. And I don't know, the, the line just doesn't look the same so far. So, I'm taking Falcons. Boom. Collier, the line is exactly the same. They just will not have Des Bryant, DeMarco Murray, or Tony Romo. It would be like putting Blake out there behind quarterback and asking him to make miracles happen. Hey, dude, he I'm, might, be- I'm, be- the chuck ball. I'm better than Brandon Wheaton. you got to give me that. Come on now. This is what scares me. This line before Tony Romo would have gone down would have been around – Cowboys minus five, and 
it's gone down to the Falcons minus two. It's one of those 80-20 rules where 80% of the public is on the Falcons, which I never, ever bet on. But I, I just I cannot see the Cowboys winning this game. Their home their home uh, home crowd is filled with surgeons and lawyers, so they're not going to be getting rowdy or making a lot of noise. It's pretty much zero home advantage. You're all about the uh, surgeons and lawyers in Dallas. I, I think you I think you got to go with the Falcons. It's going to be pretty much like a pickup game inside of a stadium, and Julio Jones is obviously going to go off in that kind of atmosphere. Can you really not see the Cowboys winning this game? Yeah, I can. I can. I can totally yeah. see the Cowboys pulling this out. Just because it's the Cowboys. The Cowboys do weird stuff like this all the time. I'm telling you, Cowboys win. Give it to me. They do weird stuff like this all the time behind Tony Romo. No, no, not always. I'm telling you. Watch. Just wait and see, Boomer. Yeah, I'm I'm on the Cowboys in this one as well. As as, uh, Scott Van Pelt always says, the line stinks. There's usually a reason for it. And... um, this one smells like shit to me. So, And the Falcons, they can blow up at any point. Yeah, I don't trust Matty Ice. Um, I like the Cowboys. Brandon Whedon, look, he's he's Brandon Whedon. He is what he is. He's not freaking Tony Romo. But he's also not Robert Griffin III. He's probably not going to turn the ball over a lot. You're right. He's not Robert Griffin III. He's worse. I would <laughs> disagree with that. Um, but what I'm getting at is, he, you take him out of Cleveland. You can't judge any quarterback for what he does in Cleveland. Hell, they had a very good starter last week, and they kicked his ass to the curb for Josh McCown. Uh, Brian Hoyer kind of yeah. sucks. Hoyer's awful. So, I like uh, I like the Cowboys at home. Give me the points. Home team with the points. They're the more talented team. I don't care if he's playing quarterback or not. All right. Bengals, plus three at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Bengals 2-0, Ravens 0-2, but the 0-2 team is getting our, the three-point favorite at home. I think the Ravens finally live up to a little bit of their potential this week, and they get the home win by seven points, so I'm going to take the Ravens minus three. Boomer? Yeah, I agree. This is pretty much a pick em game right now, and I feel like it's a must-win for the Ravens, you know, being down 0-2. I feel like they're probably at least – if not the best, the second best 0-2 team. I feel like they still have a chance, a solid chance to make the playoffs. They have to win this one. The Red Rider, something always happens when he gets in that Raven Stadium. They start playing a little Seven Nation Army. He gets his, uh, gets his pants a little wet, and uh, he really he kind of throws it all over the place. The Ravens had their mind right. They have everybody, for the most part, healthy, except for T-Sizzle. I think that they can they can pull out a win, cover that spread. All right, Carter. I got to go Bengals. I think the Ravens are in trouble. Um, just lost to Oakland. Who who the hell loses to Oakland? Cool. Bengals went into Oakland week one, made them look dumb, and then the Ravens go in there and just look completely lost. Terrell sucks, a huge loss in the middle there. CJ's a good linebacker, but it's just not the same. And uh, honestly, you know, Andy Dalton's playing pretty good this year. What about you, boy Cordy Upshaw coming off the edge, though, dude? Yeah, from Bammers. All right, P. I'm going Ravens. I just feel like they're I mean, they, they cannot start 0 3. They know that they're going to come in fully prepared this week, and they pull out the win seven points. I think John Harbaugh is a hell of a lot better coach than Marvin Lewis. Also, I agree 100. percent So let's go to Sunday night. The Broncos, uh, behind their magic last week, I'm still pissed off about that. I had uh, the Chiefs minus three and should have won that, whatever. 
Bad beat, whatever, I'll take them. Uh, at the Lions, the Lions are two-and-a-half-point home underdogs. They also start 0-2, a playoff team. P, we'll let you start with this one because the Lions are your, your team. Daddy's going to set it off this week. It's definitely going to be the Lions with the points. The Broncos destroy me. No, I just can't even watch their offense work. It's just To me, it's just pathetic. Uh, and I really do think the Lions will uh, have a great week of pep- preparation, and they're going to pull it out. All right, Collier? I've got the Broncos down here, only because Stafford, there must be going something on there, because if they talk about him, he's at practice, he's not at practice. What the hell's going on there? And uh, the Broncos' D is tough. Lions been kind of struggling, you know. A couple of years ago, that offense was a machine in the last year, and now this year, they've kind of slowed down. Without Sue in the middle, they're a different team. Boomer? So, uh, an inside source uh, came to me at the beginning of this week and uh, told me that after the game on uh, Thursday night against the Chiefs, Peyton Manning went up to Gary Kubiak and told him to shove it up his ass. He was going to fucking take over the offense from here on out. I think that it's going to be not even really close. Matt Stafford's a little banged up. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. Do you, though? They Not really. And Peyton Manning's going to have full control of the offense going into this game. He, he's the winner. He takes no games off. And I think they have way too much firepower for that line, Steve. I mean, hell, he looked good in the second half. Yeah. I have heard, uh, I, I didn't hear it quite lame as turns like you have, but I have seen some things on Twitter that, that Peyton had a little conversation with Kubiak. He was not happy with the offense and the direction it was going, but I don't give a shit. The head coach wins out and those. I don't care who your quarterback but is. But does he honestly need an offensive coordinator? No. no. He is offensive coordinator. He is, but I, I, I still like two and a half at home every time. Detroit's not a bad football team. Uh, Stafford may be a little banged up, and if he is, that'll change some things for me. But if he's going out there, then that means they think he's healthy enough to play. The Detroit Lions are going to blitz Peyton all night. That made him uncomfortable last week. It made him uncomfortable week one. Uh, I think they'll keep pressure on him the whole night, and I think Detroit ekes out a win at home, so I'm taking the Lions in the point. Does it feel weird uh, that you keep Stafford a game? Stafford had bruised ribs going into this game. What? <laughs> Leif Stafford has bruised ribs going into this game. Oh, he's a tough bastard. You, you probably have bruised ribs all the time from bending over so damn much. Damn. Uh, no, it's actually from... Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you said, all right, forgot the rules. So, uh, let's, let's close it out Monday night for the, uh, the locked-in games. Chiefs plus seven at Collier's Green Bay Packers. Collier, Eddie Lacy going to play? Yeah, Eddie's playing. Uh, Green Bay going to win. All right, I'm going to give you a, a huge reason why Green Bay wins, and they win by more than the seven they've got. Take you back down to 2011, the last time they played Kansas City. They go into Kansas City 13-0, and and they knock out Aaron Rodgers. Huge hit, gives him a concussion. Completely destroys the rest of the season. They lose that game, end up going 15-1, and then get demolished in the playoffs because Aaron Rodgers didn't play the rest of the weeks. So I'm saying Packers fans are pissed. It's a Monday night. It's going to get rowdy, and they're covering that. Okay. Lock it in. I'm taking Carter's advice here. I really didn't know. I like the Packers, though. Seven. 
They're getting points. Or uh, they're uh, they're taking the seven at home. They're seven point favorites against the Chiefs. The Chiefs blew it for me last week. I don't like those assholes, so I'm I'm rolling with Aaron Rodgers right here as well. Give me the pack. Jamal F and Charles. Okay, he fumbled last week twice. Destroyed my fantasy team. Nobody cares about your fantasy. This week, he's gonna go off. Okay, everything's gonna change. I love the Packers. Love Aaron Rodgers. But plus seven, Chiefs. Give it to me. All right, Boomer. I agree. Plus seven, Chiefs. A lot of points. Even though Aaron Rodgers may be mad about what happened three years ago, he still has no real hardcore say in this game. The Chiefs' defense is still pretty solid. Alex Smith keeps the ball away from really good quarterbacks pretty damn well. He did to Peyton Manning pretty much every time he played him last year. And I think Jamal Charles is coming into this game with something to prove after losing the game for him last Thursday night. Agreed. All right. So that locks up our scheduled NFL picks, folks. You know what time it is now. That's right, folks. That's right. It's time again for the Stone Cold Steve Austin Locks of the Week. Collier, first-time guest on the show. i got to ask you a question real quick, buddy. Are you having a good day? I'm having a great day. Well, that's good. So i got to ask you a question real quick. Won't you go ahead and hit us with your Stone Cold Steve Austin Lock of the Week? I've got Steelers at Rams going Steelers even. It's a pick and I mean, come on. Give me Big Ben all day long against that Ram. Okay, I like it. I like it. So, Boomer, I got to ask you a question. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing? I'm doing good. Won't you tell me who your Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week is this week? Well, I'm praying that one of you two dipshits also has this same pick because it is an absolute lock. Right now, the Eagles are plus two and a half. Damn right. Feeling that it's going to go up from there. Line is completely overinflated with the Jets beating the Colts last weekend. They they are not that good of a football team. They cannot score. The Eagles are going to eventually get it together. They have all the playmakers on their team. Their line will. This has all the makings of after Brady's line couldn't figure it out, they end up winning winning the Super Bowl. The Eagles are going to get it together this weekend. I think it's not even close, and I think you take the money line on this game, make a little extra money on top. Yeah, uh, that was going to be my lock of the week you stole from me. So, and we got we to gotta get to pee real quick. And, uh, you know. You're going to ask me a bunch of questions? Is that what you were going to do? Yeah, that's what he was going to do. So, pee, tell me about <laughs> your lock of the week. Let's hear it. Man, mine was going to be the Eagles at, at Jets, too. And I'm still going to go with it because the Eagles are going to beat the Jets. And uh, for all the reasons I just said, I yeah, I think uh, pretty much that's all I got to say because Boomer pretty much said it all. Okay, so we're on Boomer's cut toe. So y'all really that strong about the Eagles? Uh, dude, at am. the Jets? Yeah. Did y'all see the Jets at Indianapolis? Oh, I don't care about the Jets. Well, five turnovers. No freak out. Oh Let God. me tell you about a game I got, and it's going to be a little bit of a. Stone Cold Steve Austin is entering himself in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I'm entering myself in the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble down in the swamp in Gainesville on uh, Saturday afternoon. That's right, folks. I'm giving you the Tennessee Volunteers as my Stone Cold 
Lock of the Week. And Woo! let me tell you something, folks. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said something. you damn right. Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Lock of the Week, Tennessee, plus one and a half, plus two, whatever the hell you get it at, at Florida. They're finally ridden the curse. Tennessee Volunteers taking down the mighty Florida Gators. That is definitely Blake's favorite segment of the week. Oh, man, it's great. Every I look forward to it all week. That's almost better than any Alabama game I've ever been to right there. Sure as hell is better than the last Alabama game you went to. Yeah, the last Auburn one you went to. Well, you probably didn't go to any. So let's go ahead and get to our new segment this week. Uh, instead of giving you three college, two pros, we'll give everybody a chance to give you five in general. So let's introduce you to this week's new segment. That's right, folks. It's the vault. We're going to be locking you in. Five picks. Five extra picks on top of the already oh picks we had. We're going to be locking you in five more in the vault. P has a shitty country uh, country music concert to go attend tonight with a bunch of 18-year-olds, so we're going to let him go ahead and pick so he can get out of the way. It's, 18, it's 18 and above. 18 and above. I'm what sorry. is that, a Corey oh Smith God. concert you're going to? Yeah, going, Corey Smith for sure. For sure. All um, right, so... We, we don't need a bunch of analysis on this. If you got a little tidbit or two, maybe throw it in there. But just well, now, here's my opinion on the vault. Uh, that thing probably we probably need to get a better vault. Well, we're gonna get week. a better sound. You know, I don't think just, anybody heard that, but it, it sounded good if you were here. But I don't know if anybody heard that out there. It's a rough draft. Um, for, I'm gonna go Eagles plus two and a half, of course. Well, you've already locked that in. I know, but it's still a, a vault pick. Okay. Because it's down here. Okay. Uh. You should bet three times your money on that game, guys. Three times your money. Three times the money. Steelers. Steelers. Is that an? Is it even? You had it at minus two. Minus two, even. Oh hell, I had it even. Minus two. Um, I'm doing Baltimore. Did we already pick that game? We did. I'm I'm an idiot. Uh, I don't have another one, so we'll go with Oakland. Three and a half at Cleveland. Now I'm totally second-guessing myself. <laughs> We've already picked these games. Uh, La Monroe, plus 38 at Bama. So I'm going to give you four this week because uh, I kind of messed up there. Okay, so that's four picks. Uh, Collier, who are your four or five faults? All right, Jags at Pats over 47.5. I feel like the Pats may score 49 themselves. Um, Saints at Carolina, under 45. It's probably going to rain. Drew Brees is hurt. Carolina never scores a lot of points. Um, Rice at Baylor. I'm taking Rice plus 34 and a half. They, uh, they're 3-0 against the spread this year, and Baylor gave up 31 points to Lamar. So Rice keeps it within 35. Um, Kentucky versus Mizzou. I'm taking Blue Nation. Big Blue Nation? Yeah. What's, what's the line on that? Uh, minus 2.5. Okay. Mizzou. Mizzou's minus 2.5. All right. So I'm taking Kentucky. And then I got Bowling Green State at Purdue. I'm taking Purdue, Bowling Green State minus one and a half to beat their second big team, Big Ten team in on the season. Okay, I like it. So, Collier's Jags pass over 47. Saints Panthers under 45. Rice plus 34 and a half. Kentucky, what was that, minus three and a half? Ten plus and three and a half. Ten and a half. Two and a half, whatever, and Bowling Green minus one and a half. Boomer, give us your five picks. All right. There's some solid picks, Collier. Give me the Utah 
Oregon game over 68. Give me UMass plus 29 against Notre Dame. I think they're in a little bit of a trap after uh, the big game last weekend. They have another big one coming up next week against Clemson. Give me – I'm agreeing with P. This is 100% probably going to be wrong, so don't go with this. But Louisiana Monroe uh, plus 38. Nick Saban is, I think, 1-6 against uh, five touchdown spreads. And then give me the Titans. Good pick, Titans are plus three and a half right now. That line will go up to at least four or four and a half game day. They're at home. They're the dog. Andrew Luck, he's probably going to be pissed. He's probably going to be trying to play, but I think the Titans keep it close. And then give me uh, San Diego plus three against Minnesota. Okay. I like it. Decent picks there. All right, so my five picks, I have uh, have a lot, a little more than five to choose from, but I'm going to start off with that you Eagles. You can probably give me one if you want to. Oh, I'm going to start off with that Eagles plus two and a half. I love that. So uh, I'm giving you that first. Vandy plus 24 in the hook at Ole Miss. Oh, my God. Ole Miss. Oh, uh, terrible man. pick. No, I don't <laughs> They're going to be. Old Ben's going to be taxing that ass this they're week. In for a, they're in for a letdown, so I'm taking Vandy plus 24 and a half. Oklahoma State versus Texas under 61 points. I don't know who in the hell set that line, but Texas isn't getting anywhere near 61. Their defense. Hell, is, they scored 54 last game. Well, they, they uh, figured out their offense. Yeah, figured out my offense, my ass. Give me the under in that game. Uh, Maryland plus 17 at West Virginia. That's one of my favorite games of the week. So, um, yeah, he a Terp. He a Terp. He a Terp. He a Terp, sure. And finally, Washington plus four and a half versus Cal. Uh, I like both of these teams uh, to do better than Vegas expect them to do. Cal's off to a 3 0 start, but I'm going to take the Washington Huskies plus four and a half um, at home, I'm pretty sure, against Cal to give you my five picks. So, again, that's the Eagles plus two and a half. Vandy, plus 24 in the hook. Maryland, plus 17. Oklahoma State, Texas, under 61. And Washington, plus four in the hook versus Cal. For my five. Read this off again, man. We appreciate that. Okay. All right. So, we got those. I was wondering what you were doing. Everyone else. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums everything up. Kyle, how was your first experience? Uh, it was a pretty good time. I feel like I'm going undefeated. Undefeated. All right. Well, you know. I've been undefeated on the year so far. Undefeated on the year, that's true. Um, so we'll have to see. Total of 2-0. Oh. We'll have to see if P gets to come back. You know, we're not going to be having anybody treading water minus 500 over here. Dude, I, I, bring, <laughs> I bring some hot takes and uh, I bring the good looks. Uh, the, the, uh, the good looks. The good looks. The good looks. You definitely bring the good looks to radio, that's for sure. The good looks to radio, that's what we're looking Thanks, for. Thanks, Boom. Alright, boom, you got any closing remarks for us over in Atlanta? No, pretty pissed about last week. Yeah, I'm gonna rebound this weekend. Alright. Also, homework for the week. Learn how time zones work because you apparently yeah. don't understand those. As a twenty five year old grown ass man, you don't know how time zones work, so you need to take a look into those. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe in them. Alright, I don't blame you. Alright, so that uh that pretty much does it for this week. Chapter four of the Deep Fried Podcast. Uh thanks again to Collier Going Horn joining in with us. Um had a good time, man. Good, good thoughtful analysis. So uh, hopefully we'll see you back next he week. We had to uh, bring another Bammer in. Yeah, we had he to get felt, some more Bammer felt. reinforcements after last week. All right, folks. Again, uh, email, Twitter, Facebook, whatever yeah. the heck you do, get it out. Spread the word. We're on iTunes. Uh, this should be up uh, soon. So spread the word. Appreciate your uh, your listening. Have a good week. Hit me up. 
and make some money this weekend.